your Locked on the New York Rangers, your daily podcast on the New York Rangers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, Blue Shirts fans, to episode number 653 of the Locked On New York Rangers podcast. I'm your host, John Chick. just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. That song you're hearing right now is, of course, Leave the Lights On from our good friends in Pacifier. You can check those guys out anywhere you get your music. And today, going to talk about the somewhat breaking news. I mean, it was reported a couple of days ago uh, by Larry Brooks that the Rangers are closing in on a one-year deal with 29-year-old former Ranger, left winger, and right winger Jimmy Vesey. Uh, per Brooks, the sides are very close on a once again, one-year deal for the league minimum of $750,000. So we're going to talk about that uh, signing. I guess it's not officially official yet, but it does sound like this is something that's going to be happening. Uh, we're also going to break down the World Juniors Tournament. They, in fact, start on Tuesday. We've got Czechia versus Slovakia at 2 o'clock on Tuesday. Then we've got Latvia versus Finland at 6. And then to complete the triple header, the United States taking on Germany at 10 p.m. So uh, I'm going to be staying up late for that one for sure. Then on Tuesday, you've got Sweden versus Switzerland at 2, Latvia versus Canada at 6, and Germany versus Austria at 10. So that'll kind of get you started as far as the first few days of this tournament. You guys can look up the schedule to uh, find the rest of the games. But it's worth mentioning, I mean, to begin with, it's just a great tournament. But the fact that the Rangers this year have seven players participating, that's quite a lot. Uh, gotta be as much as just about any other team in the NHL, I would have to think. Haven't looked at the final totals as far as uh, players per NHL team is concerned. But I definitely want to go through a little bit of a roll call at the end of today's episode as far as the Rangers, the seven Rangers, that will be participating once again in the World Juniors. But we start today with Jimmy Vesey, and once again, Per Larry Brooks, he's going to be back with the Rangers on a one-year deal for the league minimum of $750,000. It sounds like uh, they will be capable of sending him to the AHL. He won't have to pass through waivers or anything like that. So it's one of those situations where they can send him down. They could even start him at the Hartford Wolfpack if they so desire, if this report is to be believed. I mean, that's kind of the assumption right now. And again, nothing seems to be officially official. But Brooks seems pretty convinced that this will be happening. Uh, once again, a reunion between the Rangers and Jimmy Vesey. So we'll proceed as if that is the case. And also, part of the reason I'm doing this, and it's a good time to send a reminder about this, is I'm actually going to be taking uh, just a quick break from Locked On New York Rangers the week of August 15th. So there won't be any new episodes from the 15th to the 19th, but we'll be back in full force the week after that. And of course, I'd much rather do the break now than uh, during the regular season because uh, we're going to be all in on the Rangers this year. Uh, that is for sure. But as far as Jimmy Vesey is concerned, uh, again, he took kind of an interesting pass to the NHL, played four years with Harvard, had an excellent college career for himself, ended up with 80 goals and 64 assists for a total of 144 points in 128 games. He was also the ECAC Player of the Year in 2014-2015, which was his junior year. Uh, in his junior year, he was also one of three finalists for the Hobie Baker Award, which goes to the best player in college hockey. Jack Eichel ended up winning the award that season. And then in uh, 
VZ's senior year. He was a finalist once again for the Hobie Baker along with Kyle Connor and Thatcher Demko, and this time VZ actually won the award. And VZ was drafted by the Predators in 2012. In the third round, he went number 66 overall. He then informed the Predators that he was not interested in signing with them. The Sabres then acquired his rights in exchange for a third-round pick. The Sabres thus had an exclusive negotiating rights window with Jimmy Vesey before he became a free agent. Vesey, of course, never signed a deal with the Sabres. He became a free agent and eventually signed with the New York Rangers. So a very interesting path and one that will probably never be taken again, at least not quite in that uh, manner, uh, to end up on the New York Rangers. But he ends up playing three seasons with the Rangers, the first three seasons of his career, skates in 240 regular season games, scores 50 goals, dishes out 40 assists. So he ends up with just 90 points in 240 games. He also played with the Rangers in the playoffs as a rookie, skated in 12 games there, one goal and four assists. And to date, that is still Jimmy Vesey's only appearance in the Stanley Cup playoffs. And as for his best season, it was with the Rangers and it was in the third and final season that he played in New York. It was the best season that he played for the Rangers, also the best season of his NHL career, at least to date. He had 17 goals and 18 assists for a total of 35 points in 81 games. And so even in VZ's hands-down best season of his career, not really even all that close to being a half-point-per-game player. So it's probably fair to say at this point that he's been something of a disappointment. And this is a highly coveted player coming out of college. He won the Hobie Baker Award, like we talked about. Uh, a third-round pick with the Predators, even though he never actually ended up uh, skating with them. And then three so-so seasons with the Rangers, and it's just kind of bounced around the league ever since. As far as his career highlights with the New York Rangers are concerned, uh, in his second season, in November of 2017, he scored two goals in the span of just 29 seconds. That came against the Boston Bruins. The Rangers won that game 4-2. to two. I seem to vaguely remember that. I swear I can tell you the Rangers were going from left to right on the screen. I don't know that for sure, but that's just kind of how I see it in my head at least. And um, the last time the Rangers scored two goals that quickly before Jimmy Vesey did it was actually nine years prior to that. Yaramir Yager scored two goals in just 26 seconds in 2006. And then, as far as like another career highlight for VZ back in his first tenure with the Rangers, 2018, uh, he picked up what was his first career hat trick against the Carolina Hurricanes in a 6-3 Ranger win. But as I mentioned a second ago, never quite lived up to the considerable hype with the New York Rangers. Uh, decent numbers, fine for, you know, bottom six kind of forwards, but uh, certainly VZ was expected to do more. I think that's uh, absolutely fair to say. And... It's funny because we actually just talked about Jimmy Vesey and, and, you know, a couple of trades that he was involved in in our ongoing three-part series where we're basically just grading every trade of the Ranger rebuild. All of a sudden, we can't get away from Jimmy Vesey. We're just talking about Jimmy Vesey in every single episode. But uh, Vesey was traded by the Rangers to the Buffalo Sabres for a third-round pick in the 2021 NHL draft, and the Rangers used that selection to pick Jaden Grube with the first overall pick of the third round in the 2021 NHL draft. Grube is still with the Rangers to date. He was a part of the uh, development camp that just happened this past month. Uh, Grube is 19 years old, and uh, his most recent season in the WHL with the Red Deer Rebels, he scored 14 goals and picked up 21 assists. So uh, it's interesting because the player that the Rangers ended up using with the selection that they acquired in the trade of Jimmy Vesey to the Buffalo Sabres, they end up using that selection to pick Jaden Groob. Groob is still here, and now Vesey himself is back in the fold, and uh, we'll see 
how it ends up shaking out with the Rangers this second time around. I think expectations should probably be kept in check as far as what Jimmy Vesey is going to be able to do with the Rangers uh, in his second go around here. We're going to talk about that in just a second. We're going to talk about the kind of roles that he might end up playing for this Ranger team uh, this upcoming season. But first, got to let you guys know today's episode of Locked On New York Rangers is brought to you by Athletic Greens. I use Athletic Greens literally every day. I started taking it because I wanted a supplement that actually tastes great, and I wanted to see what all the hype was about. Now I've been on it for about six months, and I absolutely love it. It doesn't taste like it's super healthy. It has kind of a mild tropical taste that I actually look forward to each morning. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. Everything. It's lifestyle-friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. It costs you less than $3 a day, you're investing in your health, and it is cheaper than your cold brew habit. Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop a day in a cup of water. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, just want to thank you guys, as always, for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. All right, and so once again, I have to emphasize that this deal is not officially official, but according to Larry Brooks, a deal is on the horizon. It certainly sounds uh, like this is going to get done in due time here, and so uh, we'll kind of take a look at everything that VZ has done since he left the Rangers. I alluded to it just a second ago, you know, talking about how he went to the Buffalo Sabres in exchange for a third-round pick, but... Since he was traded by the Rangers, uh, VZ played the full 2019-2020 season with the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, just nine goals and 11 assists for a total of 20 points in 64 games. The next offseason, he ends up in Toronto, which you would think is a pretty good landing spot for somebody like Jimmy VZ. Obviously, they've got some very talented players there. It's a high-scoring team. He signs with them on a one-year deal worth $900,000. Uh, he actually got a shot to play with John Tavares and William Nylander, which you would think could certainly help him, but he just didn't produce, just did not take advantage of that opportunity. He ends up in a bottom six role and has just five goals and two assists in 30 games. He's actually placed on waivers in the middle of the season before being claimed by the Vancouver Canucks. He ends up playing in 20 games with the Canucks, no goals and three assists. So a rough campaign there between the Leafs and the Canucks. Uh, this past offseason, he ends up signing a PTO professional tryout contract with the New Jersey Devils, and he ultimately signs with them on a one-year deal worth $800,000. So you can see what's happening here. Every single offseason, this guy signs a contract that's for less and less money, and it sounds like if these uh, rumors are to be d- believed, the same thing is going to happen this offseason because he'll only get seven hundred fifty k from the Rangers. But once again, spent the entire last season with the New Jersey Devils, didn't really do a whole lot, just eight goals and seven assists for a total of 15 points in 68 games. I realized he was playing in a bottom six role, and the Devils aren't exactly known for letting up the scoreboard, or at least they haven't been in recent seasons. 
But he obviously uh, did not really take advantage of, you know, any kind of an opportunity there. As far as what he can do for the Rangers, I mean, I could see him maybe being a little bit in the Tyler Mott role, you know, just kind of being a pest and a little bit of a pain to play against, playing good defensive hockey. Maybe he has uh, a little bit of a role on the penalty kill as well. I mean, I'd love to have Tyler Mott back. I'm sure a lot of Ranger fans listening to this would love to have Tyler Mott back, but it just doesn't seem like it's in the cards. And this signing of Jimmy Vesey certainly will not help Mott's uh, you know, case for being back either because it's just another body that's kind of in his way. But Tyler Mott is too good to sign a one-year deal worth 750k, which is what VZ is going to get. You know, Mott uh, deserves more than that. I think he will end up getting more than that. And as far as him being back with the Rangers, I just really don't see it. I didn't really see it even before this signing of Jimmy VZ, which again is going to disappoint some Ranger fans. And now that VZ uh, has been signed, or it certainly looks like he's going to be signed, it takes a situation where the odds were certainly against it, you know, a reunion with Tyler Mott, and now they're even more against it. Never say never, but it doesn't look like Tyler Mott will be back with the Rangers this upcoming season. Uh, at least if I had to guess, that's what I would go with. But as for the re-signing of Jimmy Vesey, it's tough to get excited about a move like this, but there's a couple of reasons why I'm okay with it. I'm not over the moon about it. I'm not doing cartwheels around my living room about it, but it's fine because we talked about this heading into this offseason. The Rangers were in a situation where they were going to have to do some of their free agent shopping at the dollar store, quote unquote. And we've seen that come to fruition because the big prize of free agency, at least as far as the Rangers are concerned, was Vincent Trocek. But once the Rangers signed him, it was basically going to handcuff them as far as what else they wanted to do this offseason. And so we knew that they're Rangers were going to have to fill out their roster with some guys making the league minimum or near the league minimum, and we've seen them do that. They brought in some cheaper guys like Ryan Carpenter. He's making the league minimum. Uh, Vitaly Kravtsov is back. Julian Gauthier is back, and they're both making, I believe, 800 k a piece. All these guys are making six figures. Libor Hayek is still there. I think he's making 800 k So you get the example. They were going to have to round out their roster with some inexpensive depth pieces, and now Jimmy Vesey looks to be the latest example. And as I mentioned a second ago, very, very difficult to get really all that excited about a reunion with Jimmy Vesey. I mean, I normally love the idea of the Rangers bringing back somebody who used to play with the team, and, you know, we got a role for you, and come on back, and, you know, that can be a fun situation depending on who the player is. Jimmy Vesey, though... It's just hard to get excited when you, frankly, look at the anemic numbers that he's put up thus far in his NHL career. But you know what? He's here to provide depth, and that's basically the long and short of it. That's why he's here. There's a veteran in Jimmy Vesey, now in the mix, that you can plug into the lineup. If there's injuries that pile up, uh, it's someone who's played 434 career NHL games between the regular season and the playoffs, so he does have some experience. My only hope, and I know I'm not alone here, is that VZ doesn't take away a roster spot from someone like Brandon Othman or Will Cooley. And when you look at it, that honestly is something that could happen. And as we've talked about in the past, these veteran journeyman players are the ones that tend to draw the ire of Ranger fans more than anyone else, especially if they're not playing particularly well. I mean, certainly Patrick Nemeth this past season would qualify. And if they don't seem to have any kind of upside. Ranger fans do not like to have to watch a player of that ilk that might be in the way of someone who's a young prospect. And again, that could be kind of an annoying situation. You can understand where the fans are coming from when they don't necessarily warm up to a veteran journeyman player who's in the way of one of the young prospects. And VZ 
he might end up blocking the path of uh, a Brandon Othman or a Will Cooley or a Ryder Korzak and preventing them from cracking the roster, at least at the start of the season here. And that would be an unfortunate situation. And you guys know how it is on Ranger Twitter. Sooner or later, uh, the fans are going to uh, voice their displeasure if uh, that is the case. If Jimmy Vesey is on this team and someone like Brandon Othman or Will Cooley is not. Uh, the other thing that absolutely cannot happen here, Jimmy Vesey cannot play in the top six for this Ranger team, period. And he certainly cannot play in a top six role at the expense of Capo Caco or Alexi Lafreniere. It is time to take off the training wheels uh, when it comes to Caco and Lafreniere and give them a real shot and give them a lot of rope in the top six. You know, it was one thing last year when the Rangers traded for Andrew Kopp and Frank Vetrano and the two of them were in the top six and Caco and Lafreniere were not because Kopp and Vetrano were good players and they played an important role for this Ranger team down the stretch. It's unfortunate that, you know, they only got to play a half season with this squad, but you could at least understand why the two of them got top six minutes over Kako and Lafreniere. With Jimmy Vesey, no. I'm sorry. It cannot happen, not under any circumstances. And I don't think it will happen. Never say never. Uh, maybe there's a situation in the middle of the season where, you know, the Rangers just kind of shuffle the deck a little bit, kind of move guys up and down the lineup just to kind of jolt themselves. And maybe in that situation, Jimmy Vesey would get a quick cameo in the top six. But I can't imagine that they're going to line up on opening night with Jimmy Vesey, say, playing with Panarin and Trocek instead of Capo Caco. Uh, there might be a mutiny among Ranger fans if that is to happen. Uh, so again, the signing, it's fine for what it is. This is somebody that they're bringing in to probably be an AHL, NHL swingman. There's at least a little bit of familiarity there. Although, honestly, I, I, as far as players that are still on this team from the last time VZ was here, it might just be Kreider and Mika. Mika was here too. Uh, so those two... And I'm almost positive that that's it. Unless there's somebody I'm just forgetting. Uh, Igor wasn't here yet. Uh, none of the defensemen were here yet. So I think the only two uh, teammates that he played with in his first tenure with the Rangers, once again, would be Kreider and Mika. So it's interesting to have a familiar face back in the room. I just hope, and I, again, I know I'm not alone here, that the Rangers don't you know, fail to play one of their young prospects just because Jimmy Vesey is here. That would not be ideal uh, for pretty much anyone, and it's something that I just don't want to see happen. But as far as him being back as just a depth piece, it's fine. You know, you need to fill out your roster one way or another. The Rangers had to do some shopping at the dollar store, quote-unquote, and if Jimmy Vesey is back on the league minimum on a one-year deal, that's completely fine. It's not going to upset the apple cart or, you know, make or break what the Rangers hope to do uh, for this upcoming season. So those are my thoughts on Jimmy Vesey. We're going to, in just a second, turn our attention to the World Juniors. Very much looking forward to this tournament, even more so than usual, because, of course, this year, the Rangers have seven players participating. So uh, we're going to go through the roll call, talk about the players that will be participating in the World Juniors, which teams they'll be playing for, and just some general thoughts on the tournament itself. Uh, we will do that in just a second. But first, I just want to let everybody know that today's episode of Locked on New York Rangers is brought to you by BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your betting needs. Find all your favorite sports and events at the number one online source for odds, lines, and games. Find reviews and news of every league, including the NHL, Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, combat sports, esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all your sports wagering information from live in-game betting, scores, and podcasts. They have you covered. Head to BetOnline today or use your mobile device to learn more about the action happening today. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
All right, and so as promised, going to go ahead and take a look at the World Juniors and more specifically the seven Rangers players who will be participating at this year's World Juniors, which will run from the 9th through the 20th and will, of course, conclude with a gold medal winner. But the Rangers have seven players competing at the World Juniors, including three with Team Canada. That would be left winger Will Cooley, Goalie Dylan Garand and left winger Brent Offen. We will start with Will Cooley here. Cooley, of course, a second round pick in 2020. Uh, I would say he has a chance to make the Rangers opening night roster. It's a little bit of a long shot, and uh, I guess that becomes even more of a long shot if Jimmy Vesey is in the mix. Uh, he's got a little bit of an uphill battle, but uh, obviously he could uh, hurt his, or excuse me, help his chances with a strong showing at the World Juniors here and also in uh, Ranger camp. Uh, Cooley is six foot four, two hundred and 10 pounds, uh, expected to play a fourth-line role for Canada in this uh, tournament, expected to be a grinder, big physical presence, but uh, this is still somebody who can score. Uh, don't let the fourth-line designation fool you. Uh, he had 43 goals and 37 assists in 59 games in the OHL last season with the Windsor Spitfire, so definitely looking forward to seeing what Will Cooley can do. Uh, ditto for Dylan Garand. Garand was a fourth-round pick for the Rangers back in 2020. He is expected to be the number one goalie for Canada in this tournament. He was named the CHL Goalie of the Year this past year. Basically been getting rave reviews while playing for the Kamloops Blazers. Uh, somebody to certainly keep an eye on in the future. We might be seeing Dylan Garand with the Rangers sooner than expected because when you look at uh, the Ranger goalie situation, obviously you've got Igor behind him, is Yaroslav Halak on a one-year contract, Louis Domingue on a two-year contract. So just a couple of veteran journeymen. It's possible we see Garand with the Rangers as soon as next season. And uh, as will be the case for all these prospects, he obviously cannot hurt his causes uh, by playing well in this tournament. Especially, it sounds like he's going to be the starting goalie for Canada, uh, a team that is expected to be as good as any other in this tournament and potentially compete for a gold medal. And then finally, as far as Canada is concerned, you've got Brandon Othman. And I got to say, I'm probably more excited to watch him than anyone else in this tournament. Uh, first round pick for the Rangers in 2021, went number 15 overall. He will be making his first appearance in the World Juniors, unlike Garand and Cooley. Uh, he's six foot tall, 180 pounds, set the OHL on absolute fire last season with 50 goals and 47 assists in 66 games as the captain of the Flint Firebirds. He then went on to uh, notch another 24 points in 19 OHL playoff games. And the big question uh, for Offman is, can he make the Rangers right out of training camp? Only time is going to tell there. But once again, Brian Offman with a lot riding on this tournament and a chance to uh really make a strong impression with the Rangers if he performs well here and if Canada does well here as well. And like I said, I'm more interested to watch Offman play, especially after that season he just had in the OHL than probably any other player in this tournament. Uh, we move along to the United States. There's one representative from the New York Ranger. That would be Brett Berard, a former fifth-round pick by the Rangers back in 2020. Uh, he really turned some heads when he participated in the last World Juniors tournament, helped the United States win the gold there. They defeated Canada in the gold medal game. He was on a line with Bobby Brink of the Flyers. I forget the other linemate that was skating with the two of them, but uh, they were very noticeable pretty much night in and night out. They made up the United States' third line. I would imagine Berard might be... 
you know, slated for a little bit bigger of a role this time, maybe a top six role, just a scrappy, gritty player, absolutely relentless on the forecheck. And uh, after playing well in those World Juniors and, you know, winning the goal with the U.S., went on to have a very strong sophomore season at Providence, had 38 points in 36 games there. Uh, again, not the biggest guy on the ice, only five foot nine, 165 pounds, but he plays quite a bit bigger than that. And uh, again, hopefully has an even more prominent role with the United States this time around as they go for their second straight gold medal. Keep moving right along here to Slovakia. We've got right winger Adam Sakura. He was the Rangers' first pick of this year's draft, the 2022 NHL draft. They took him with the second, uh, excuse me, in the second round at number 63 overall. He had a really strong development camp for the Rangers, and of course, the hope is that he can pick up basically right where he left off. Uh, he's not going to be making the Rangers out of training camp this year, but he can continue to. Uh, raise his stock in the Ranger organization if he plays well in the World Juniors here. Just a really good all-around player, good four-checker, responsible defender, high-motor player, somebody that could turn out to be quite the steal for the New York Rangers because I don't think too many people thought that Sakura was still going to be available uh, when the Rangers were picking number 63 overall in the second round. So fingers crossed that obviously that works out for the Rangers and uh, all the best to Adam Sakura in this tournament. Hopefully he uh, just goes out there and kills it and uh, shows why the Rangers took him with their first pick in the 2022 draft. Uh, we move along to Finland. We've got right winger Kali Vaisanen, a fourth rounder by the Rangers back in 2021. Another big forward for the Rangers standing six foot four, 181 pounds, has a reputation as a good four checker, likes to mix it up, play some physical hockey, and uh, is expected to play in the bottom six for Finland in this tournament. And then we turn our attention lastly to the Czech Republic. We've got 19 year old right winger Yaroslav Schmeller. Uh, he was actually going to play in the World Juniors in the last year. Uh, of course, they ultimately got canceled. They never really got the tournament off the ground, but we were going through the roll call last year. I mentioned Yaroslav Schmeller. I kind of give him an honorable mention because uh, he was a late cut by the Czech Republic, but it sounds like he's going to be playing for them this season or this tournament rather. Uh, as a former fifth round pick by the Rangers, six foot four, 209 pounds, plays a very physical brand of hockey, and he was on the second line in the Czech Republic's final pre-tournament game for what that's worth. We'll see if he remains in a top six role for them going forward. He's also about to start his college career at Providence. So yeah, I mean, again, we, it's going to be a lot of fun. This tournament's always a blast. It's nice to see uh, the stars of tomorrow. You know, Keandre Miller just a few years ago was playing in this tournament. That's a great example of somebody who uh, played in the tournament and then went on to obviously make his mark in the NHL. I mean, he's still just getting started, but off to a heck of a start with the New York Rangers. And uh, again, just definitely looking forward to watching as much of this tournament as I possibly can. Hopefully some of you are as well. It's a, it's a little bit of an appetizer. You know, we all want Ranger hockey to come back, but we've got this really cool tournament uh, right in the middle of the summer here and uh, actually some afternoon day games for part of this tournament, which is unique in and of itself. Those of you working from home, uh, make sure to turn on the TV and you can catch some hockey uh, pretty much throughout the week here. Uh, but again, I think we can pretty much wrap up there for today. Just this final reminder that I will be taking a week off next week. We'll have one more uh, Locked on New York Rangers episode this week. It's going to be part two of our uh, two-part special here where I basically just read emails and messages that I got from you guys detailing where you were, who you were with, and how you celebrated when our Temi Panarin scored an overtime in Game 7 against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Very much looking forward to that. It's going to be a great episode to go into the break with. And uh 
yeah, that'll pretty much do it for today, guys. Once again, if you'd like to get in touch with this podcast, please send an email to LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. Once again, that is LockedOnNYRangers at gmail.com. And definitely give us a follow on Twitter as well, at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. Once again, that is at LO underscore NY underscore Rangers. And absolutely make sure that you are subscribed to the Locked On New York Rangers YouTube channel. Thanks again, guys. I'll see you next time. Thanks for making Locked On New York Rangers your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On NHL. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Stay up to date on everything in the hockey world. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast.